Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 67 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by my podcast buddy. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? I'm good, Robbie. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm fired up, ready to go, mate. How about you? I, I'm I'm absolutely firing on two cylinders out of eight, mate. I'm ready to ready to go. Oh, I can imagine you've had a you've has you how has your week been? Um, it, it's. Uh, it, it has been a, an interesting week, mate. From um, I'm just setting the timer on here. Um, yeah. So, so we've yeah. There's there's enough there's enough drama going on, you know, just in in being a vet clinic in general, right? You know, um, and we we're a vet down, um, which when you know I knew was going to happen, and I thought middle of the year it's usually going to be pretty quiet, it'll be fine, I'll be able to just pull some extra shifts, no problems. So then we're actually pretty busy, wow. you know, well, which is which is good. It probably know. happened because you said the Q word. Quiet. Yes. yes. Yeah. There's no. There's yeah. no better. No worse swear word in the in a vet <laughs> clinic than quiet. Exactly. So so been, things have been you know, fairly busy. Um, being a being a vet down, but then I'm also trying to find a vet, you know, and also trying to find a nurse. Yes. So because we have uh, one of our nurses has moved down down to Cranbourne and she's sick of getting stuck on the freeway for an hour and a half driving into work, which is absolutely fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so yeah, trying to find uh trying to do staffing things as well as uh as well as being a vet and all that sort of stuff. It's making for yeah tough times well, and. Yeah. Well, question without notice, mate. I mean, yeah. we are we've got a, we've got some vet listeners. We've got, we've got an got audience some, some now. Nurse listeners as yeah. well. What are you looking for? So, so what we are looking for, Waverley Animal Hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by the Waverley Animal <laughs> Hospital. Um, yeah, I'll send you um, an invoice later. No, th- th- mate. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah. Um, so we we're looking for a a full time or part time vet. Uh, where we have pretty good clinic. You got a pretty. I think we've got a pretty good boss. Um, Thirty-eight hour a week, one in three weekends. You know, week study of all the all the normal standard stuff. Um, but we're just looking for someone, Lewis, that is going to come in and is going to be a really, really good member of the team. You know, someone yes. that's going to come in is going to ex- you know be respectful to the clients and respectful to the to our staff and just come in and just try and have some fun because in the end that you know. You're going to work at a vet clinic anywhere and everywhere, but you know the main thing is you just want to try and have some fun. So yeah. good stuff, mate. I like that. And you got you've got a few toys as well, haven't you? Like if people interested in absolutely, we got ultrasounds, we got all the surgical stuff. You know, I mean we 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 get specialists in when when required. But uh, you know, like Clint Udelman, friend of the show, yes. you know, when we got yes. uh, when we got something medical to go on, or uh, we get uh, Ralph Webster from Better Vet Referrals in when we've got to do orthopedic things. So you know, it, it's we try and. We're trying to stimulate your um, your veterinary skills and and you know trying to keep yourself interested in the uh, in the profession while having fun and making you know getting to know the clients because for me I mean that's one of the things I really love about being a vet. So, Excellent. Yeah. So if you're a vet out there and you are looking for a job, even if you're not looking for a job, why don't, why, <laughs> that's why, true. You know because everyone's for sale, Lewis. It all just comes up for a price. So you know <laughs> you may not have been thinking about coming into work, but at, at, at our clinic, you know there is there is genuine partnership 
opportunities there. So if you're someone who's looking down the barrel of, I don't really want to be working in a corporate all my life or anything like that, I would like to come and work somewhere with the prospects of trying to buy into a really good clinic that's in a, in a good area with great clientele, Send us an email. Send Excellent. us an email, wayvet at bigpond.not.au or send it to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com and I'm sure we'll uh, forward it on to the relevant authorities. I'm sure we can find somebody <laughs> to read it. <laughs> um, but nurses as well. So we're looking for a uh, looking for a vet nurse too. So if you're a vet nurse and you're uh, in, in the Melbourne area, come on down, you, you know. Great practice of work with, with a funny guy. Hey, why not? Fun, you know, Funny looking. Funny looking. Yeah, there is that. There is that, you know. Um, I, I have been told that I am funny looking, so that's fine. But that's I, I wear that as a badge of honour, Lewis. Yeah. That's so, right. so, so Everyone's got a price, mate. Let's just throw the salaries out. No, we yeah. don't do that. <laughs> Get in yeah, touch. Just, just the podcast. How about you, mate? How's your week been? Uh, oh, busy week. Had a massive day on uh, last week. I think it was uh, Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday last week. Yeah. It was... Uh, I had it sort of in. I want to leave a bit early because it was April's basketball grand final. That's that's the second worst thing you can say at a vet clinic. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I want to get out early. Exactly. Yes, and yeah. uh, and and got to work. And yes, we were hammered. It was eight eight sort of standard surgeries. Yeah, right. Plus a couple I saw in the morning that need yep. to sort of be done in. So it was a, it was a busy hectic day. And I need a big shout out to Lisa, our nurse. Yeah, really worked me through it. Got me through it. Got out. Got got to see April win her basketball hey, game. Nice one. And uh, so big shout out to Lisa and. Uh, a little little in joke, just keep that oxygen flowing, okay? Oh, there you go. A little in yeah. joke there. So thank you to Lisa. I really need. I I, I didn't say I'd do a thank you, but I, I do really appreciate everything she got me through well, that there day. There you go. Hey, um, so when you're in in sort of the mists of that, you know, sort of big crazy manic manic day, like you know, how do you keep yourself? sort of grounded and centred without sort of trying to jump too many things ahead or worrying about what's going on? Like what, what goes through in your head? How do you focus yourself in and try and go, okay, right, well, I've got this list. How do you get through it? Yeah, that's that's a really good question, mate. I find actually writing a lot of stuff down really helps me. Like uh, I have a sort of set surgery sheets and I write down what I need to do for each and sort of tick them off as I go. I'm a big sort of list kind of driven yeah. guy or tick them off on the board as, as I go along. Um, and then, you know, when I find myself just, uh, you know, I've got a little break or something, I'm waiting for a dog to wake up. I'm thinking, what am I going to do now? Or I can do an x-ray while, you know, we do that. And um, it's just, I don't know, really, uh, that's that's sort of a, a really good question. But I'm li- very list orientated. I spend yeah, okay. checklist stuff. So yeah, right. get, yeah, get yeah. through it all. And oh, I've got a minute, I'll ring a client, talk to them and, and then sort of work on from there. So. It, it's trying to be efficient with your time, isn't yes. it? You know, and yes. um, no time to eat, no drinking, no <laughs> toilet stops. Straight through. Just kidding. Well, you don't have to go to the toilet if you're not eating or drinking. It's fine. You, know? <laughs> you get to the end of the day and go, I haven't had anything since breakfast. That's not quite right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no wonder I'm feeling a little bit funny here. You know? Um, so we had the, um, the the similar thing yesterday of that. Uh, you know, use the the second the second bad word in a vet clinic of I need to get out on time yes. because um, we had Camille's uh, birthday party yesterday. Lovely. So yes. um, so she turned eight a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we were happy wait- birthday, Camille. Happy birthday, Camille. She's in the other room. She probably stick her head through the window and try and say, what are you talking about, Well, Dad? she's probably listening right now. Well, she might be. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she might want to take her friends to listen to this for her ninth birthday. That'd be great. <laughs> um, so we wanted to go and see Secret Life of Pets too. <gasps> yes. You know, so, um, uh, and it only came out this weekend, so we had to delay the birthday party a couple of weeks. And so I knew I had to get out of the Saturday on time because I was in charge of picking a couple of the kids up and getting them to the cinemas. So, okay, okay right. And, and I, I was fully booked for the Saturday from two days out. Oh, and I thought, oh, dude, I'm, I'm in some strife here. And I got a, a dog that I saw on Friday night that I had to get in Saturday morning to recheck. And I'm thinking, oh, crikey, this could be anything you know, what the, today. 
So I managed to just smash through. I had a couple of double booking and just get everything through. And because I like that thing when you're busy you know, and people got to wait and people don't mind waiting as long as they feel like they're getting, you know, getting the care taken with them when they get seen. That's so, right. you know, I, I hate the idea of oh, I'm running late. So I'm just going to quickly belt through these couple of, uh, of quick ones. Like, no, you've come in, you've waited. I'm going to give you your time. But in the back of my mind, I can hear Christina going, make sure you're out the door at two o'clock. <laughs> got to be out the door at two o'clock. Daddy, don't forget to pick up my three friends. Friends on the way. Yeah, yeah, you got to pick up Freya and you got to pick up Zoe S. And where does Zoe S live? Or because like we can't remember. Well, that's all right. We'll sort that. We've got plenty of time. So I'm um, sorry. So got out of work on time and we went and saw yes. Secret Life of Pets too. Um, and one of the big parts of it is that um, you know, no, no spoilers here. But um, uh, what, 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 mate, now that Bill Collins. The late Bill Collins passed away during the, the movie Buff. Yeah, can you, can you give us a short review, mate. I can give you a little bit of re- yeah. little bit of a yeah. review. Yeah. Right, Secret Life of Pets too from the the uh, from Illumination, the guys that bought you all the Despicable Me's and the Minion movies. Uh, so the premise of it, uh, you've got Max, the little Jack Russell-y looking dog, who uh, in the previous movie had to deal with the uh, stresses of a new dog coming in, Duke, um, voiced by. Um, no, Patton Oswald does the Jack Russell, the guy that does that's one of the um, the parents in anyway. Duke and Max. Um, so, but in this one, they have a kid, and so I'm sitting there going, "Oh my goodness, how has Lewis managed to not get a plug into his into this movie for how to tell your dog that you're pregnant?" Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so the interesting thing is, is so Max is getting anxious, oh. right? So there's all the the baby's making all these noises and he's playing with all these toys, and Max is freaking out a little oh. bit, and all these things that are you know getting a little bit worked up. I go, "Oh, mate, this is absolutely whacking in Lewis's wheelhouse." But then, right, so as the kid then gets older, so Max starts to develop anxieties and he starts to starts to scratch his ears, right? And so then the, the premise is, is that he goes to the vet clinic who's uh, this guy who's a, a, a behavioural specialist, oh, they said. Oh, interesting. No, there was no qualifications on the door. Oh. Then mind you, this, this was a cat character that was giving the assessment of him being a behavioural specialist. So I don't necessarily think that the cat was across the, our last podcast. Hadn't Listen to the last Hadn't one. Listen to, to, to episode sixty-six of, of what is an ist and what's special and all that sort of stuff. Um, so and Christina was uh, so we're there with Reuben and you know four girls and Christina, but they Christina and the girls were a few rows ahead. Reuben and I were up the back back seat toughies, um, and so we're, uh, we're trying to throw Jaffers at him from there. <laughs> now. Um, and uh, so in the walks out of the vet, so he's getting anxious because he's worried that the kid's getting to do too much, and it's like oh. I don't think that's really going to happen. But anyway, you'll let it slide because it's a kid's movie. But then because he's scratching at his, at his ears, right, what's the treatment that he comes out with? An Elizabethan collar. Oh, so the oh. dog still got all the anxiety, but here we'll just put the collar on him. And, to, and, and, and I spoke to Christina afterwards and I've gone, how did your vet brain cope with that? And she's gone, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that was quite good enough. I said, no, neither did I. I thought that was a little bit uh, a little bit ordinary. Jeez, so they're really taking a tool out of my toolkit there, mate, the Elizabethan collar. Just bang that <laughs> on there. Just for anxiety. Yeah. 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 Just, oh, that'll oh, fix it. It's the best thing you can do. Where the, the way that it sort of amplifies it, the flies or the noise going in and can't see peripheral things. I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's an absolute win-win. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so there you go. I, I, I think they should, if they're going to do a Secret Life of Pets 3, Lewis, I think we should come on board as you know, veterinary advisors so that way they don't make these you know behavioural faux pas, rookie errors, rookie, rookie errors. errors. That's well, right. It's not without trying that I didn't try and get my book on the on the, 
<laughs> on the show. If yeah. I had known that that was the premise, if they had sent me the script, I would have. We could have. Uh, we could have imported. Yeah, you could have been on there. You could have got yourself on. Then you get an IMDb entry, mate. Oh, that'd be all right. Yeah, you know start- you've made it then. <laughs> Start with Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So it's not a bad movie. You know, it's uh, three disparate storylines that they try and bundle together at the end just to try and make it all happen. But, you know, it's it's a good kids movie if you can get there on a cheap ticket. Oh, sounds good. So there all you right. go. Secret Fantastic. Life of Pets. All right. Now, big thank you to Zilkeen, a supporter, a big supporter of the podcast. There are mention of Zilkeen in the movie, oh, Lewis. That's it. You know, that could have been it too. Instead of Elizabeth and, instead of the Elizabeth and Cola, the Zilkeen. Zilkeen, Anthea, where you missed it. You, mi- you yes. missed it. You know, that, that could have been a perfect product placement thing there. Where's Vedekinol? Where's Vedekinol? They could have had it splashed everywhere on there. That would have been great. They, they did have a um, this, this dog food chewy thing, like you know, Vita Bites or something like that, that they had as a uh, like as an intro thing in the you know, in the previews. We you could know? we could do a two vets talk pets ad before each one. Well, Morgan and what is it? Morgan yeah, and Val Morgan. Val Morgan. Val, Val. Welcome to two vets talk pets. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And find it on iTunes. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, Zilkane. Yeah, Zilkane. So thanks very much for supporting us. But mild anxieties, like yes. scratching the ears, which I don't know. That's an anxiety well, ang- symptom necessarily. No, no. But it could help. I, Talk I, to I, vet. I, I do hope that the uh, that the fictitious vet did actually check in his ears and didn't forget. The, you know, didn't miss the fact that he had a huge amount of malassezia <laughs> yeasts in there. Treat, you know? treat the ear infection yeah. before the anxiety. <laughs> anxiety yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, big thank you to our Patreon supporters. We yes. love you guys on board. Uh, hopefully, you're enjoying the extra little bit of special content we give you every yeah. self every we, week. We've got, got another one that we're recording today, uh, number 13. So, yes. you know, for as little as $2 a month, you guys can get in and get access to all that great stuff. So, uh, head to patreon.com, search for Two Vets Talk Pets, get yourself amongst it and send in some questions as well. Be part of the podcast. That's right. Be included. Be 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 one amongst us. Yes. Exactly. Now, this week, a really cool article I saw, and uh, this is from the ABC.net. You probably heard about this on the radio. Right. Community members in Victoria's northeast are outraged. Oh, I love outrage. That a giant pet pig has been banned from walking on council land. Oh, really? Have you heard about this? No. Wangaratta Council issued yeah. Matthew Evans with a cease and desist notice. Cease and desist. Stating he had broken a local law by walking grunt... The pig in public, and right. we find eight hundred and six dollars. Wow! If he continued, that's nothing to snort at. <laughs> nothing to. At. Yeah. <laughs> the law stipulates the person must not interfere with the enjoyment or safety of others on council land. Interfere. Interfering. So, yes. so can we drill down on that? What's the pig do? What's what's Grunt doing to interfere with other people on the council land? That's a good question. Mr. Evans said Grunt might be big, but he's no more dangerous than a pet dog. You know what? We've we've done. We're up to our sixty seventh episode here, Lewis, and quite often we've spoken about uh, you know dog bite injuries and you know <laughs> and the papers regarding you know the how generally dog bites are, uh, from dogs that are known to you, but um. Not once have we covered anyone being bitten by a pig. Well, I haven't done a PubMed search, mate. No. <laughs> to see if there are any articles on the the, the, the the breed that might be involved or the circumstances. Oh, you're not you're not you're not putting out here that a breed specific legislation, <laughs> Lewis, will come into come into play with uh, with pig bite injuries. All, all land races. All land. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I read. And pot bellies. Oh, pot bellies. Pot bellies. Right. Yeah. What yeah. other breeds are there anymore? Uh, there's there's honey glazed ones, and there's um, there's hickory smoked, smoked ones. Smoked. I love a yeah. smoked. <laughs> I think there's a slow cook variety. You know? yeah. A pulled one. A pull- <laughs> 
I think it's got, that's got something to do with it in the breeding terms or something. Isn't, isn't that how they then go on and artificially inseminate them? There might be some sort of issue there. After they've been slow cooked, they get pulled. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like dogs, Mr. Evans said pigs need exercise. He needs about an hour a day or else he gets cranky and starts crying. Oh, no. I've seen a suckling. Squeals like a pig. I've seen, it, yeah, well, <laughs> I've seen a suckling pig. I haven't seen a crying a pig. A crying pig? No, no, no. no. Oh, that'd be heartbreaking. Yes. <laughs> I've, never, I've, I've never seen Peppa Pig cry. No. Daddy Pig, he cries. Daddy, oh, he does. But yeah. he, he, he cries because he's, you know, eats too many cookies. He gets so. upset about something. Yeah, absolutely. Makes, yeah, a, yeah. makes some sort of joke at the end. Oh, he's a very emotional man, Daddy Pig. You know, they, they, they never delve into his backstory, Lewis. It's no, not fair. Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Daddy Pig too, you know. <laughs> Grunt is the size of a Great Dane, but weighs around 300 kilos. Wow. Wangaratta Mayor Dean Rees said council responding to a couple of complaints from the public and the ban was a matter of public safety. Right. Council has to act on these complaints just like any dog that he's complained about. In the letter, council said he was responding to a complaint that Grunt had taken food from a child. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. I hope it wasn't candy. No. It'd be even worse. <laughs> And another incident when Victoria Police was called to help contain the pig after he escaped from his pen. <laughs> what are the police going to do? Oh, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of our armed forces, so I'm not going to go for the obvious, you know, uh, mm. the police getting called in for a pig joke. That's just, <laughs> yeah, that's, lo- that's, low hang- that's, that's low-hanging fruit that just needs to be uh, let left lie. Maybe they threatened to turn him into sausages unless he gets back in his pen. Well, that's why I'm wondering whether or not he's, uh, he might have tried to steal the kids' uh, the kids' food. It might have been a ham sandwich and he was trying to, probably trying to liberate it, you know? <laughs> Arnie Betty! Set it free. Yeah. <laughs> Pack of the pork scratchings, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> it's not illegal to walk your dog as long as it's on a leash. Yes. Same thing with a pig. Right. Let's hope something can be worked out. Maybe if the pig wore a muzzle. What? You, got any, you got any muzzles for pigs in the clinic? Mate? No, I wouldn't have thought so. No. no. That's an interesting... I guess you get one made. Yeah. I suppose. Oh, at, at a special uh, a special uh, sort of leather leather place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what uh, sort of leather place ha- would that be? Ha- like? ha- ha- haberdashery. Right? Yeah, but somewhere, somewhere where they do um, uh, u- unique and uh, and sort of single items. Do a Google search. Muzzles for pigs, Muzzles mate. for so pigs. what comes up. Le- le- leather muzzles for pigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Mr. Evans said Grunt is... Couldn't pop- you just put an apple in his mouth? Oh, is yeah. That, yeah. It's there a good you idea. go. Done. <laughs> there you go. Solved. <laughs> Solved. Mr. Evans said Grunt is popular among the local community and that has never received a complaint about Grunt. Children feed him all the time. Oh. So I don't understand what council is talking about, he said. Yeah, right. It's not the first time Mr. Evans has been issued with a complaint from council about Grunt. Earlier this year, council told Mr. Evans he was unable to keep a pig of Grunt's size on his 2.5 hectare property. We rightly told them the law says we could have at least 12 pigs on a property that size we had, Mr. Everett said. They backed down. down. <laughs> he's brought, he's brought oh, it. Big yeah. guns out, hasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. Mr. Everett is hoping a compromise can be made. Council is meeting today to discuss Grunt's public walking future. Wow. Stay tuned. Those swine at the council, you know. <laughs> well, that's Any it. more other puns, mate? You oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I'll, I'll have a scratch around in the trough and see what I can find. <laughs> Nice, yeah. mate. Nice. So we'll soon know if um if pig uh, pig survives or whether uh, there's a big sale on on bacon, bacon at Wangaratta Butchery. <laughs> <laughs> See whether or not he is one of those honey glazed ones, or yeah, yeah. 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 With, well, a, with we might end up with that apple in his mouth at some stage. Well, that is very interesting, is because the you know 
from a, a pet keeping point of view, you know, like everyone always goes, yeah, you got your dogs and cats, which are your big ones. You know, um, bunnies, you know, or your, your long-eared guinea pigs in Queensland, yes. that, you know, that are, that are variously illegal. Um, but once you start getting into the livestock sort of things, and that's when you start to, things get a little bit sort of murkier, don't they? As far as then you've got, you know, densities and different sizes of what you can have. Like even chickens here, you know, you I don't think you're allowed to have chickens here in, um, in Kingston if they're a jutting a, a fence, like a, a boundary fence, it has to be away from a boundary fence. You right. Know? What's the reason behind that? God, I don't know. You know. Maybe because the rats then just stay in your property rather than coming next door and eating mm. my tomatoes, which currently doesn't work. Or is so, it kids know? putting their fingers in and getting them pecked off or something? Oh, maybe, mm. maybe. You know, some of those, you know, sort of real, real vicious chickens. Those, chi- <laughs> those chickens with teeth, Lewis. <laughs> All righty. Um, now, I, um, I was uh, doing a little bit of a search around and I found a, um, a an interesting story of a, of a bulldog, right, that swallowed 19 baby passengers. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, look at that so, photo. So look at that. 19. Yeah, 19 little pacifiers. So baby pacifier, is that the, the thing off the teat of a bottle? Or yeah, is or that a dummy or, or something dummy, like that. Right, yeah, having a look. Yep. But um, they're all green ones, right? So so it's not like... It, so A, I think they've all come from this this house. I don't think they've been going and stealing, you know, uh, stealing dummies from other kids. Well, I was going to say, do they own a, like a dummy shop? And, well, and maybe. Yeah, maybe they own, that's what they sell. Or dummies are us. Or maybe they're using this dog as the decoy. They're going into a shop and they're stealing them by getting the dog to eat them and then taking them home. And, and then waiting and then, for it to pull them out. Oh, well, well, they've actually had to have this dog endoscope mm. to try and have them all pulled out. So so the interesting thing with this story, so um, so this was on um, on ABC News, the American ABC News. So a Boston Veterinary Hospital got quite a surprise recently when a family bought in their bulldog after he stopped eating. The Angel or Angle Animal Medical Center found 19 baby pacifiers in the dog's stomach. Wow. It started in April. So this has been going on for a couple of months when the Wellesley family noticed that their three-year-old dog, Mortimer, started getting nauseous before meals. He's only... Owner Emily Shanahan bought Mortimer to the vet, who prescribed medicine to take care of the issue. Did they think about giving him a pacifier? Because that can sometimes help with nausea. Help with nausea, yeah, the, yes. The sucking and that sort of thing. Well, they possibly. did, but he, he kept swallowing it though, <laughs> I and kept then they losing thought, them. Yeah, yeah. I keep giving them to him every time. <laughs> I've given him ne- nearly twenty, maybe nineteen. I don't know. Yeah, this is the twentieth one in the pack, <laughs> and I don't know whether it's, I've looked behind the fridge, I've looked behind the couch, I don't know where they've gone. And he's still nauseous. I've even checked in the kids' mouths. You know, they get, I think my kid might be swallowing them. Um, um, so, so went there and they took an X-ray, and unfortunately, we don't have a picture of the X-ray. But um, they sit, so I can imagine that this thing just would have looked like all these uh, round cylindrical things just sitting inside of this uh, this bulldog's tummy. It'd be good to see, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but it says here the pacifiers were removed using a medical scope that did not require surgery. So Mortimer has recovered and is back at home and is now looking for something else to try and you know, help swallow. his nausea. Yeah, his nausea and his and his anxiety for the reason why he's sort of biting all the uh, all, all the all the, oh, all the little goodness. nipply things. So you know. I mean, you'd think at some stage between number one and number 19 of having lost that you would have worked out where they'd all gone. And if you happen to see one of those 19, Lewis, going inside of your dog, that then if it wasn't coming out the other end, you go, I'm seeing a pattern here. Something's well, happening. Well, how many? Like, how many? It's a few questions. How many kids have they got? Yeah, <laughs> and how, how they've got, they pa- got twenty six. How many? How many pacifiers you got in the house before you think they're going somewhere? I'm not just dropping it behind the couch. Yeah, the, the shoebox starting to get emptier here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they've got they've got two kids. I think it said somewhere in here. Mama. Maybe. Yeah, Shanahan's two children. Um, the, the vets think that Mortimer has been taking the pacifiers from Shanahan's two children over the course of months. Hang on a sec. Two children who are sixteen and eighteen years old. That's well, right. Hang yeah. on, what? What's going on? Something else has happened with yeah. those pacifiers there. Yeah. There's something else to this Mama. story. Yeah. yeah. 
some sort of, some sort of fetish going on. You think they've got some sort of like a pig mask situation going on there, Lewis? You think pig muzzle? You're again. a pig muzzle. Yeah. Let's so, Google pig muscles yeah. and pacifiers. <laughs> pacifiers in bulldogs. Adult pacifiers. See how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Um. So now for disclaimer time. All advice on this show is general in nature. So please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information. But as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we've missed anything, or if you need any clarification, or if you're missing a whole lot of pacifiers, or if you've got a lead on trying to get a pig muzzle made for a for a very motivated buyer in Wangaratta. Yeah, that's right. And uh, or if you've got a bulldog nausea. Yeah, that's we'll right. We'll help you with other things apart from pacifiers. That's right. Yeah, there could be other things going on. Now, last week I uh, talked about how heavily regulated that we are as vets. Yes. Um, and, and Yes, that's right. Exactly. And, uh, and what... As a behaviour vet, yes, behaviour stuff. What I'm not allowed to call myself, yes. So I thought we'd step in, you know, into a world that's generally poorly regulated, right? Uh, which, of course, we talked. I mentioned last week, dog training, yes. And this, this stuff I'm going to talk about today is based on my personal experience. Yep, it's not an exhaustive list, um, and, and we're not saying, you know, uh, that the people that do it do it poorly. We're saying poorly regulated yeah. in that there's no governing body that deals with the registration um, or credential following up of people that do these jobs. There are some excellent dog trainers out there, but from a regulation point of view, it's kind of the Wild West. Yeah. And well, it's about the claims I suppose people can make in their training ads, dog yes. training ads, or on their websites or uh, maybe flyers, that sort of thing that, that you get. Um, and the language that they use Maybe to disguise or inflate or conflate um, what actually happens during their pra- their training. Right. So obviously this is my perfect experience. I got a little bit of assistance from um, a Facebook friend or a, a specialist, a behavioural specialist oh, over good. in the states. Yes. Uh, Ilna Reiser, Reisner. She's uh, fantastic. Um, and check her out on Facebook. And also an article that was written by Val Hughes. So the f- I want to group it into sort of certain areas. So first thing I want to talk about is words that sometimes are used, different sort of words. So, yes. And these are all red flags for me. You know, if you see these on the website, I guess it's not every time, but in my experience, it, it's really, really common. First one is guaranteed results. Boom. Nothing yes. in behavior. Yeah. For those who do behavior stuff is ever guaranteed. And that includes training. Yep. Um, and I'm even more worried when people are talking about behavior problems that they're saying, you know, it's a money back guarantee, you know, yeah. guaranteed results, uh, or even unlimited training often for right. once off fees, often a bit of a red flag. Yep. And us who do behavior know that we're not dealing with a computer Yes. you can program and it will do what you, most of the yeah, time, yeah. what you want it to do. Not all the time as we learned uploading our podcast last week, yeah. was a bit delayed, <laughs> but, but, um, but, uh, you know, it's not a computer. The second one is we can cure or fix any problem. Yes. Uh, any Again, anyone who understands behaviour yeah. knows... How does an amputated limb go for you, mate? You know, yeah. where, you, where you've been able to cure anything. Yeah, oh, no, that, there's one chink in your armour. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, anyone who does behaviour knows that, that there is never a cure. No. Now, one, no, that's not true. Very rarely is there a cure for a behaviour yeah. problem. Um, many of them are mental health issues that are, that, are, that are going on and they require ongoing management. And that, especially the case for... 
for aggression. Yes. You know, any anyone that claims they can cure and fix aggression, cure it. Uh, it's uh, they're really really barking up the wrong tree. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, and then of course there's anxiety, and also reactivity is a common one. Then we you know, we yeah. can cure your reactive dog, which is often code for a dog that's aggressive or yeah, gets yep. upset with, with certain situations. Another thing is instant results. Right, yes. You know, oh, I can fix your 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 five-year-old aggressive chihuahua in, in three weeks. Yeah. You know, solved. I Done. can fix it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's wow, been, why didn't my vet do that before? Yeah, exactly. They must have some special cure. They can do it so quickly. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah. Why didn't they refer me here easier? Um, and, and that can also link in with claims of fixing uh, severely aggressive dogs. Yeah, okay, I take yep. dogs that everyone else can't treat and, and that sort of thing and i fix them and i stop them from being perhaps euthanized you know that that's yeah, often yeah. a claim which is just farcical yeah so, yeah and and playing on the emotion too yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly those people yeah. are looking for that last resort potentially yeah, yeah. um and they they end up with with these sorts of claims uh secret methods Oh, I have a Colonel Sanders style. I have the eleven a, secret herbs and spices. I have a secret training method <laughs> that nobody else knows about that only we use. Yes, I've got it in a little purple box with a big golden question mark on it. <laughs> exactly, and even Pavlov, he wouldn't understand. Would it. he wouldn't get it? No, he wouldn't no, know. Ringing the bell, what's that? No, he'd, he'd salivate himself to take a look in my magic <laughs> box. <laughs> Yes, right. <laughs> and inside the box would be a pig muzzle. Yeah, and some pacifiers. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for a seven reference. You know, you know the movie. Like, What's in the box? Oh. Or did, you, or did you not get up that far because it was a bit scary? Or? I got to number four and yeah. then turned it off. <laughs> is that seven? Is that the seven deadly sins? seven deadly sins yeah, one? I did yeah, watch yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Spacey. The and guy Brad on Pitt. the bed really got me. Oh yes, yeah, yeah with, with, all, with all the with all the little trees hanging down. Yes, was that the one? And then and then he coughed. Yes, oh, yeah, and he was alive, yeah. and everyone's going, oh, yeah. yeah, that really got to me. <laughs> so, secret methods, there are no secret methods. No. At, at all. Um, only maybe trainers who train in secret because it looks bad, their training as it involves, what they're doing. As involves mainly punishment. Yes. It, yeah. it's, that seems to be what we find. Number six on words, any sort of dominance words. Now, right. we talked about dominance yes. stuff, episode 45, go back, listen up. Um, and, and that can be to describe any behavior. Yes, yeah. Any behavior of the dog or the owner or the relationship with the dog. You know, I saw, I, uh, I've got a client at the moment that, that uh, came to me um, for another reason, but was talking about her dog. Um, it's having a problem where it's uh, currently at the park actually weighing or marking on women's legs. Wow. And, and, the, and also smaller dogs. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I've got no idea why. I'm really stumped. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know everything, but yeah. you know, I'm sort of stumped. And, and she was sort of saying, oh, you know, could it be this? And I've got a feeling that there's some anxiety going on. And yes. you know, the dog's quite anxious in the clinic. Yeah. And, and I have a feeling that some reason we've got um, some anxiety issues. And I wondered about, it goes to daycare. Right. And so I said, oh, look, maybe there's an issue with daycare. You know, I know there are a lot of female sort of handlers at daycare. Maybe yeah. it's to do with something that's going on there. And she was wondering about that too. So I said, oh, can you send me a video from daycare? So they sent a video and attached to the video uh, was was an email from the daycare saying the dog had been doing really well yep. apart from a dominance incident a right. few weeks ago. Red flag. Yeah. And I just went, oh, I didn't say it to the owner, but I thought, yep. what? that doesn't mean anything to me. No, no. What does that mean? Does that mean the dog can't sleep on the bed anymore with the owner? Like, you yes. know, we've, we went through this in episode 45. It, it, the fact that they mentioned the dominance word, I thought... 
I worry what, what what's going on. And, and all it really highlighted to me was the lack of scientific knowledge yeah, yeah. Of, of the emailer, really, and yes, the person yep. who's running the daycare. So yeah. that sort of really worried me a little bit too. Here I was, oh, I don't know why the dog's doing it, yep. but I certainly don't feel there's a dominance as- aspect to it. And it actually links in with, uh, we've got a, a lovely Instagram message from Gray's do not, does not exist. Gray does not exist. Our yep. Wonderful listeners up in, um, up in Canberra. I say hi, um, uh, shout out to you guys, Sarah and Anna. They've sent me an email asking about weeing and stuff and, and yeah. its relation to dominance. So I'm going to get to it one day, but it won't be for a while. And <laughs> I have told them that. So, so that, that's an aside. So other words, dominant stuff that, that they'll use is alpha, pack, or be the pack leader. Yeah. Leadership, leader, control. You need to be in control, not yes. your dog. Calm and assertive. Right. You know, when describing the owner or the dog. Calm yep. and submissive oh, when describing a yep. dog. Discipline. Yep. We use discipline. That means punishment. Yes, really, yeah, yeah. Anything that mentions whisperer, I'm not a fan of that. It's a flag. <laughs> it's channeling the yeah. old the old Caesar Milan situation. Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah. Whose methods have been repeatedly, repeatedly debunked. Yep. Um, and master trainer. Yes. Is another one. Uh, mentions of corrections. We use corrections. Right. To me, corrections is punishment. Punishment again. And it's all, all just, just different words for punishment. Exactly. Yep. Uh, sometimes I'll say we don't use food or toys. Wow. So what, what are you using? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just you know, uh, the kind word. Well, that, well, a stern, kind word, a stern well, finger. Well, well, yeah, stern finger are not so yeah. liking. Yeah. Kind word is good. We do use um, reinforcement for praise. It's something yeah, some yeah. dogs like and they love a pat. That's certainly something. But if you're not using food or toys, you yeah. know, there's a lot, not much else in your toolbox apart from punishment. No, oh, I, know, I know with Ruben, if ever I'm trying to get him to do something, I've got more, much more of a chance of him either A, giving him a footy card or B, giving him an M&M than, you know, anything else, than, you know. Than the big carrot. Yeah, no, the big, the big carrot. <laughs> I eat the carrot too, you know. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, uh, number nine, uh, balanced is a big one. We use balance training. Right. So now, when you sort of, us behaviourists who know balance training would indicate that they use, yes, so sometimes we use food rewards yes. or reinforcement or, you know, positive reinforcement, but balance means we use punishment as well. Yeah, yeah, that um, means, well, what, what are you doing for the yang there, and you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my, and or oh, yin and yang's one as well. Sometimes yeah. you see. Oh, on, do you? Yeah, yeah, oh, right. yeah, oh, yeah, that's balance. <laughs> but, but it means, balance is all they're saying is, is what, and what I find is, and then, you know, I might be wrong, Generally, it's lots of corrections, lots yeah. of punishment, followed by occasional treat. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's really got the balance. Much more out. yang, not enough ying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. That's another one. Balanced energy. Balanced energy. Balanced energy. We rebalance the energy. Is that like a Reiki style one? Oh yeah, pure energy. Pure energy. Like yeah. what's going on there? Fantastic. Oh, I don't even know. Crystals. No, oh that's yeah. Not one. No, I'm just no. making that up. <laughs> essential oh, you had me sold. Essential oils. Essential oils. Yeah. Well, like no. one of the salt lamps. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're training your dog using salt lamps, I haven't Why seen not? injuries. <laughs> Especially if it's a balanced salt lamp. Yeah, yeah. Yes. With energy. <laughs> With energy. Pure energy. Yin yang. Uh, boot camps and board and train facilities. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you've come up with this one because this is one that I was hoping you were going to cover. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think all boot camps are bad and, yep. and, and not necessarily all board and trains are necessarily bad. 
I just think boot camp just gives that that sort of military aspect to it. Yeah. Um, and and that that idea that a lot of it seems to be an idea that a lot of uh, sort of punitive measures are used. So be careful with that. I'm bored and trained. What do you mean by punitive measures? Punishment. Punish. Punishment. Yeah. Punish. Yeah. Punishment. Yeah. Another word. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No yes. Punishment. Yes. Yeah. I've got a whole whole box with that yeah. question mark on top of <laughs> words that, that we can use. So um and uh, um and the board and train stuff. Look, I just don't not a fan of that because you're not there. You know, it just yes. worries me what goes on when you're not there. So uh, the, the thing I always find with that as well, Lewis, is trying to. I always try and say to people, you know what, if you're if your if your dog's having problems with its behaviour, it's still your dog, you know, and so you really need to be there to try and help your dog and understand what's happening with your dog, so that then you can help your dog when they're not at the yeah. training boot camp. That's what I mate. So yeah, it's, it's fine for uh, Jimmy, the dog trainer, to take your dog for a week and teach him how to sit and do and calm and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Jimmy's not in your home. No, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Spot on. So unless Jimmy comes with you, yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> no good. You want to hope Jimmy's not a creep, then you know. It's a oh, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, like uh, any photos or video that are on the website right. or on on, paraf- on on anything that you're looking at. Yeah. Any pictures that are with or of Caesar Milan. Oh. Run them all. Run them all. Run them all. That's yes. a great fake. Dogs wearing a lot of uh, e-collars, electronic collars or uh, prong yes. collars. Yep. Uh, on videos and pictures, lots of choke, choking, like with choker chains, physical yep. corrections of, of chains or things or pulling on leads. You want to see dogs getting a lot of food rewards. Yes, that's yeah, what yeah. you want to see. You want to see do- relaxed dogs having fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, n- no, no forcing of dogs into position like sit or down or, or yeah. that sort of thing. They should be happy to do that. Want to do that? Yeah. Respond to to owners' requests. Um, and and also I like to look for signs of stress. So the dog shouldn't be panting excessively. Yeah. Unless one, I suppose, is a hot day or it's a really exuberant activity like a fly ball or yeah, yeah. or you know chasing a frisbee or we're doing a a, a course or something yep. like that. Shouldn't be a lot of panting, lip licking, yawning. The dog shouldn't look stressed. They yep. should look happy, no furrowed brows. And, you know, is their body language tense? You know, you see the videos of the dogs that are sometimes really, really obedient, focused on their owners. And deep down, they're just not enjoying it. They're just they, rigid as hell. They yeah. just know that if I step out of line, I'm going to get going to get in a bit of trouble. Yep. Here, so. Punitive. Yeah, punitive. Ex- yeah, punitive. Yeah, great word. Great <laughs> word, mate. Love Thank that. <laughs> great word. Um, and also collars. Uh, you know, any mention of shock collars, electronic. They have so many different names. So I'm going to run through them. Shock collar, electronic collar, electric collar, static pulses, remote training collars, e collars, zap collars, stimulation collars, pig masks. Pig muzzles. Pig muzzles. <laughs> Pig muzzles. Pacifies. 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 Maybe pacifier yeah. collar. <laughs> Run away. Yes. You know, they'll people often, when you talk to them, they'll tell you they're non-painful. And I've seen some trainers demonstrate them on themselves and say, look, it doesn't hurt me. Yeah, right. It doesn't hurt the dog. But we know that the conductivity of uh, and and the sensitivity of dog skin is very different to ours we've right. got a much more thicker dermal layer yep. anyone who's uh, done surgery on humans and dogs would know that that's not yeah, us. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what that's a fact so um you know um and and you know um, they might say it's not a shock collar it's a stimulus that distracts the dog it's a shock 
Burr, anyone that's talking those sort of words, run a mile. Yep. Um, excessive use of any choker change, pink co- pinch collars or prong collars, and even excessive use of head, head halters. If you're looking at a video um, and they're jerking the dog around, really pulling it around, not just yep. directing it gently, perhaps to, to take focus off something and focus back on you, yeah. which I'll often recommend. But if they really you know, seem to be jerking that dog around a lot, then that, that's not what you want. Yes. And often when you talk to them, they'll um, some trainers that I've had experience with, they'll, they'll bag or you know, uh, put down the use of head halters or, or harnesses because they don't give enough control. Yeah, yeah. And so if they can't work with those, then there's a bit of a red flag for, for me as well. And then, of course, we move on to some of the methods, methodology that's used. And if you're looking at the, at the, the websites or, or their par- you know, the adverts, some, some places will mention no techniques they use or they'll be vague about their methods yeah, and right. techniques. Be, be wary of that. Be wary of comments like not every dog learns the same way. Right. Indicating that they'll use different techniques for every dog. But so there's no consistency of... Well, yeah. well, ultimately they will use one technique and that'll be some sort of punishment-based yes. technique. punitive. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> punitive, exactly. So despite them saying not every dog learns the same way, they'll still, still use the same methods. Yeah, right. Um, if they're big on training protection or attack dogs... Right. Um, if they denigrate or put down science-based techniques... Right, Often, yep. uh, Often because I've got experience in the area, you know, that, that, that takes away all science yeah right um if they're big on saying we do off leash training often with large distractions that usually means they use shock collars or promote shock collars oh no yes yes oh geez confusing terms for instance we only use positive reinforcement and we use e-collars right it's like well that that is that's kind of you know you can't use positive reinforcement which is food related rewards padding talking saying a nice word yes yep and then punish them with, then with shock, shock them. collars yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, we, we train in the red zone oh spooky language yeah the red zone i don't know what that is yeah right um and and mention reward trainings in in a bad light you know reward based training you know it's, it's bribery you know yeah, or, right. or something like that or put it down so then you can also look at qu- at, at credentials i love this as we sort of talked about last week a little yeah. bit if they've got no credentials. Right. That's yes. a big red flag. If they mention Caesar Milan. Yeah, right. They've done a Caesar Milan course. Yep. Maybe they mention they're a behaviorist or a specialist and then haven't got a vet specialist degree, behavior yep. degree. So, you know, we talked about that last week. So, so I won't go over that again. If they big on experience and not on credentials, right. they've got no education. I've been training dogs for 50 years, 30 years, etc. Yep. It often means they've been using the same technique for, for, for that period of time. So yes. it's quite, quite out of date. And we've got to finish. Thanks, mate. Thanks no, no, that's right. time, <laughs> time Just thanks, thanks for joining us today, guys. <laughs> Scratch you later. <laughs> that's Robbie's time. It's time for me to hurry up. No, no I'm you're all good. Wind up. No, no, that, that was only... Yeah, no, we're all good. Yeah, uh, and uh, no evidence of ongoing um, continual professional development. Um, sometimes I'll just say, I love dogs. That's oh, I, I love dogs. Training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all love dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I got into training. I've trained dogs all my, all my life, but I've never updated their methods. Often in Australia and US especially, they're ex-military or police dog trainers. Right, Not okay. always, but that's a really common sort of thing because in the past those those sort of establishments used a lot of force training. Yep. Uh, in Australia, I'm a big fan of credentials such as the Delta Society of Australia. Yeah, right. So yep. if they're a trainer from there, big on, they've got a big course that they need to persevere and and get to what's that noise? I think that's a washing machine. Washing Sorry. machine, good stuff, mate. We'll keep going. Um, and and uh, you want ver- verifiable credentials or memberships? Um, and in the USA, I really like the Karen Pryor organisation as yep. we're ready to take off. 
If you move your chairs and tables into their upright positions, the plane is taxiing through. The captain's going to put the non-smoking signs on it. It's the spin cycle on the pig muzzle, mate, I think. And when you ask them questions about it, sometimes they won't directly answer. You know, what techniques do you use? They won't answer your question. Often I find there's often a bombastic, uh, and this is being really sexist, male approach, you know, from males, approach to questions and they'll totally disregard any questions on the science of learning. Yeah, okay. Run a mile, you know, uh, they'll often put down the use of medications. Oh, we don't use medication. We take them off medication, you know, they don't need it. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a load of mumbo jumbo, you know, that sort of thing. They'll they'll put... Also called science. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They'll put down the use of science. They'll put down the use of halters or harnesses. Um, and, and like you said, they'll smack down science traced baiting methods, rewards, vets, medications. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm the secret yeah. whisperer. Yeah. Basically, anyone that doesn't agree with them and their very narrow view of the world. Yeah, and yeah. They, they often I find and and I really try and avoid it. I get you know bombastic trainers that, that try and talk to me, and, uh, and I just I just avoid that stuff. Now. Yeah, right. I, don't, I just let them go and go on, go on their thing and think well. You know, you can you can uh, bring the horse to water, but you yes. can't make them drink. So no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a really good saying that uh, sometimes they can be a little bit like uh, pigeons playing chess. Right? Okay. Yeah. How so does that work? Uh, they they uh, just uh, strut around and then poop all over the board. <laughs> <laughs> so what should you look for? Playing chess, just pigeons, pigeons playing chess. Just pigeons being a bloody yeah, pigeon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think there's more to it than that, but I yeah. like that saying. <laughs> so, what should you look for? I think you should look for a place where you can go and watch the training anytime. Yeah, right. You know, you can go and check them out, see what they're doing. The trainer seems knowledgeable about uh, sort of science-based learning, about operant and classical conditioning, um, and they seem to have some well-known qualifications or education. They must remain up to date. They don't make any wild claims and they're always happy to chat and discuss their techniques and methods and the problems with your dog that, that's going on. Yeah. So you'd say if they uh, if they sound like they're full of crap, then chances are they're full of crap. Yeah, and but they can be people who who are dog trainers, they can be very convincing. Yeah, okay. You know? yeah, so yeah. so you need to that's where you need to really look at those red flags to identify or are you somebody who deep down really knows what they're on about? Yeah. Or are you somebody who just talks the talk, you know? Yeah, and, right. and you're perhaps going to do more harm. Because we do know that using punishment based techniques um, in dogs is uh, makes their anxiety worse. They've got yes. anxiety problems in and it leads to aggression. We do know that um, uh, punitive yes punitive yeah punishment methods uh cause can cause aggression in dogs and yeah. so um there's lots of studies that are coming out about that now i had, the, I had someone talk uh, talking to me about that the other day lewis where um they were saying that they're uh yeah you know, so their dog was barking at possums yeah out in the backyard and they said oh yeah should i get one of those one of those barking collars and i got well, well no because your dog's barking because there's possums there and you know if so it's anxious about the fact that they are always there if you shock your dog, the possums are still going to be there. Yeah. Your dog's just going to get more worked up going, well, now I'm hurting when I see that damn possum too. Yeah, or they're territorial or maybe it's instinctual predatory behaviour as well. Like yeah. there's something moving and they're like, oh, I want to chase it and I'm getting frustrated. So you're right, mate. You just... Uh as, as one behaviourist, this is a true behaviourist, veterinary yeah. behaviourist once said to me, it's like treating a diary with a cork. 
Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, so yeah. we're still going to build up the diarrhea, but the cork will stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so, diarrhea. so there we go. Now we got um we got some uh, we'll, we'll skip mailbag, but we got some Patreon questions, mate. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I think we've got uh, one on should I be feeding my cat wet or dry food from Joanna thirty two. Yep. Uh, my dog seems more clingy since we got back from holiday from Bailey Bob. Yep. And I have mushrooms growing in my backyard. Are they dangerous? From you know nothing. I got a feeling they might be a uh, a Game of Thrones fan. Oh. Do, you know, yeah, do you know nothing, Jon Snow? No, I have no, no idea. idea. I know nothing. No, zero idea. Yeah, yeah, I do not that. know nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So I think, um, so if you want to li- get those questions, uh, that's one of your questions, or you want to listen to the answers to those yes. questions, get on Patreon, um, subscribe, and, and you can have a, have a listen to the Q&A. And, uh, and I think we're about done, aren't we? I think that's it, yep. So if you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can find us at twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Find us on uh, on Instagram, twovetstalkpets. Uh, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter. I guess. Yep. And um and if you wanna and if you're looking your vet or vet nurse looking for a job. Hey, yes, yeah, yes. then come to the Waverly Animal Hospital because we're looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty guys, scratch you later. Peace out, bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle. You might occasionally hear the click of the of the uh, of, of the the clock. That's all right. That's just metronomic. Yeah, that's just... that's that's SDMA. SDMA, sorry. <laughs> SDMA, <laughs> mate. You've been working too hard. Uh, Way too hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some NDMA is what I need. Oh, yes. Maybe that'll sort me yeah, out. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs>